Hey everyone, welcome back to She Prop Talk. I am Beverly, your host, and today's guest is such a wonderful, lovely human. She's one of my favorite humans of all time, seriously and honestly. Um, welcome, Abby Ekenezer from Babs Cosplay and also Babs Babs E Ek Babs Ek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Babs Ek. Oh I wrote all the stuff down, like I was gonna like just launch into it and say everything perfectly, but. I screwed up a little bit. Um, welcome, Abby. Thank you so oh, much for being you. here. Thank you for having me. I've like I've been following um, She Prop since it first started. Um, you know, since we moved from other um, Amazonian groups, <laughs> um, yes. and you know, have I, I've just been. I've just been in love and enamored with seeing all of the different. Um, you know, uh, just things, items that people have been making, right? Um, and I've been so, um, I've been so benefited because I'm still learning myself. Uh, <laughs> Warbler hates me. Warbler is not my best oh. friend. <laughs> but um, it is, it is so great to see um, a previously dominated. Uh, place or space uh by men and to have women doing this or women identifying and knowing that uh you know this can be open to anybody i love it i love it so much it's freaking fantastic (laughs) well i i love it too and i'm i'm really appreciative of you for being in the community because you have been there since like the very beginning Mm -hmm. when it started back in just a couple years ago now i can't believe it's only been (laughs) a couple years that we've had this group but um so we're from kind of the same pacific northwest area um i i think that we did we meet at emerald city I feel like you've always been in my life, but I know that we met at for the first time at some point. I just can't. Yeah, put my I want to say that it was Emerald, it. but it could have been Rose even. It could have been Rose City. No, yeah. you were yes because you were dressed up as um, Lady Sif. Oh man, that was a that was long the beginning time of, ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the beginning of the end for me. Yeah, you were dressed as Lady Sif. Oh my gosh. And I was just so in love with that cosplay too, just because <laughs> Thor and Marvel. Oh, but oh, yeah. I was and just like, I was in love with the detail and everything. Oh, and I was just oh. like, how can I get on your freaking level? Because I'm getting on my knees right now because I am not worthy. At all. Oh my gosh. Well, well, I I can't believe that it's only been a few years that um, that we've known each other because I feel like uh, well, one thing right now we're not going to cons right now because you know the world is not yeah. allowing us to, and um, <laughs> I really like there are some people that I really miss because I feel like the conventions are like a family gathering for a lot of us. Like we find Absolutely. our families, we have made new families within the community. And, yeah. um, you're, you're my family. I, yeah. you're, you're just amazing. Um, and listeners, <laughs> listeners, if you, if, if you don't know Abby, you would love her and I, you're probably familiar with her at least. Um, but I, I, you should definitely go check out, um, all of her, 
her social medias. And we will get to that in just a second. Um, but we have so much that I want to talk to you about because <laughs> you are, you're not just a cosplayer. You have, you have so much experience and so many other things that are parallel and intersecting with cosplay. And it's just <laughs> like, you're, you're like the embodiment of a creative, amazing, talented human that I just, <laughs> yeah. Where do we, where do I even start? Um, can you, can you tell, can you tell us a little bit about, about who you are and, kind of what you do and then we will we'll just take it from there and I know that this might yeah. take a while because <laughs> you have your hands in so many different things and so many different projects and and stuff it's just it's so inspiring to me so I'm going to shut up now and I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you talk <laughs> um well first and foremost I am a mom um I have a an amazing 19 year old son yes I had him when I was two um so you know that's your only your miracles do happen ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um shortly shortly after i had him i joined the navy and got out and um ended up getting stationed over here in washington and fell in love because i grew up in in the uk i grew up in london um right outside of central london actually in clapham and um you know, the weather is <laughs> very much the same. And so yeah, I decided sure. to stay um, because I loved it. You know, I, I, I grew up in, oh, I was born in Newark, New Jersey. Um, but it's very, it's very like, like-minded there, right? It's very close-minded too. And I think a lot of it I had um, developed. You know, I never knew about the world of conventions, but I was always a nerd massive nerd to the point where I was like (laughs) poked fun at constantly because I would always Uh, like pretend to be storm um hence the blonde hair hasn't turned white mm -hmm. just yet but (laughs) you know I would always pretend to be you know these fictional characters and everything and so um but my whole thing was different like I I tried to incorporate you know, parts of like my culture, like, and the reason why I was so in love with Storm was because she was an African, you know, uh, superhero, right? So like having an African based superhero who had, you know, a different accent than the the English one, that was, that was me. Um, So that was like my childhood, my embodiment, you know, my parents obviously thought that I was being succumbed to Satan himself uh, most of the time and always believed that. And so, uh, oh and I, I think most uh, uh, international kids would, or kids with international parents would absolutely 100% understand that. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, getting stationed over here, it's one of those things that like, I loved the area. Um, I didn't really know too much about the community just yet. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I, I came here and, uh, discovered that I was home. <laughs> I yeah. mean, oh. there's a huge <laughs> fan base, a nerd fan base here. There uh, a big one. and yeah. it actually got me, got me the chance and the ability to extend that, uh, into like filmmaking. Uh, I've always wanted to be an actress, but never had the, um, the gumption to do it because I was a scaredy little cat and um, that whole process of getting on a stage and imagining people naked in front of you never works it is not true <laughs> it is 
it is not something you want to ever subject yourself to don't i agree with that yeah no 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 thanks it is not okay (laughs) ever you can traumatize for a very long time and i've done that so um so you know it, it was one of those things that like um i always wanted to get into stage um and then I eventually learned that it wasn't stage that I wanted to get into. I wanted to get into film and TV. And there's a huge difference when it comes to those two, right? Like, What's uh, the difference? Well, stage, you are um, performing the same thing over and over again in front of different mm-hmm. people, right? And it is, it is nonstop. Whereas film or television, you get a chance to take breaks in between. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to have all your lines memorized right away. You know, you could literally like memorize three or four lines, say a scene, you know, have it be someone else's scene and you're off memorizing lines again right? yeah. <laughs> for the next <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> um, and then, you know, sometimes they'll take different takes so they can make sure they get your good side. Whereas yeah. on stage, you never have a good side. Yeah, you never have a good side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you're so much more, um, you're so much more on stage because mm-hmm. you're trying to reach those people that are all the way in the back. So you're mm-hmm. literally broadcasting, and it is a different, different tackle. You know, when you're doing film or television, you you have to be more expressive in your face. Mm-hmm. compared to your actions um, or your, your voice, right? And so um, I've, I've learned that being here more. And um, a lot of that comes from the cosplay community and, and you know, doing cosplay. Because with cosplay, mm-hmm. you're a character, right? So yeah. Yeah. I and love performing. that. Performing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. all of those avenues are intertwined with one another and it's, it's, de- it's definitely wonderful. And I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity to be a part of that and to meet people like you and others that have welcomed me so uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, it, it's, it's one of the things I absolutely love. And I'm so glad that uh, I get to do these things especially now you know in a in a time where our media is changing and i can be a part of that change (laughs) so yeah um, that is amazing i i haven't talked to very many people who have um used i've gone back and forth maybe between cosplay and another kind of extension of of some of the things that you would normally that you would use with cosplay like the performative aspect of it or like getting up on stage or getting dressed up on something and taking that chance like maybe this isn't something this is way out of your wheelhouse and you're a little bit uncomfortable and being in front of people and um kind of overcoming that and I know a lot of people use costumes as um as a chance to step out of their own skin and kind of you know embody something else or a different character you know like step into the shoes of of storm yeah. Um, are there, are there any, are there any characters that you, that you love for, for your cosplay side? And then are there other characters? Would, would you like to play those same characters in, in a film? Is there oh something God. that you would ever like that you would do together? Like at the same is, time? This is literally a thing that I'm advocating for right now. <laughs> okay. Um, 
um, <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of people know that um, I have a Batwoman cosplay. And <laughs> I, I um, had a really great friend actually uh, commissioned to help do this cosplay because um, I was absolutely in love, am absolutely in love with the comic book character. Um, Marka Draco uh, was the one that I had um, had my friend help me fashion this specific Batwoman off of. Mainly because she is the first LGBT character in the comic books before, you know, all of the other ones came out mm-hmm. of the closet mm-hmm. and it's been yeah. a rainbow parade. <laughs> um, and being a queer woman myself, uh, it's been one of those situations where, you know, I, I had a chance to finally like play a character who was kind of in my wheelhouse. And then they made it a show. And I'm like, hey, so you lost your lead? Do you need another yeah. one? Because yeah. I'm an actress. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ha, uh-huh. help if you want me to. I'll even do it for free. Seriously. Um, but absolutely, yes. It, like I said, it's literally on my Instagram. I am absolutely advocating for that right now. Um, and, and, and wholeheartedly a part of it. Storm, absolutely too. You know, she is just a, a beautiful force of, and a goddess and to ever get the chance or the opportunity to play her, I would be so for it. (laughs) Um, but it's hard because, you know, one, one person is, um, a woman of color and the other one isn't. So it's like, uh, are you allowed to love both? And I struggle with that for a really long time because um, I always, I my cosplay is my gateway drug into the film community, into the creative community, because I would have never, ever thought that I could do the things that I did if I didn't know that there were so many other people that were out there doing those things too. And so knowing that I have um, an audience and having a support system has made it really easy for me to be able to go into these other vices that I've always been interested in being a part of. Uh, And now I get a chance to do that. I get a chance to like write these stories. I get a chance to play these characters that I made. You know, I get a chance even outside of that to, you know, cosplay a lot of these characters who um were I feel made for me mm-hmm. and and it's it's been uh it's been an experience <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's definitely well, definitely been an experience so you mentioned um you mentioned that you are writing as well yeah. mm-hmm. so let's can you tell me about about that I mean I, this is just one of the many things that you <laughs> that you do um <laughs> So I always say that this podcast is kind of self-serving because I just want to know about everything that you're doing. Um, but I do feel like the creative aspect of this is is still, it, it's all part of creation. It's all part of artistic expression and um, your voice. Yeah. So yeah. What are, what do you, what do you write? I know you have a production company, like tell me all the things. Yeah. 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 So um, as we talked about, you know, before um, being performative and everything and, you know, how cosplay has literally guided me into doing all of this stuff. 
Um, the main reason why I started writing is because of the fact that I was seeing characters that I didn't feel like I could fully identify with. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also um, acting before I started writing and I was actually writing before I started acting. So I wrote prose and poetry before oh, I got into um, acting and then screenwriting, mainly because <clears throat> my creative brain needed an outlet. Mm-hmm. And um, being a, a child that went through a lot of the things that I went through, you know, trying to figure out my own identity, um, growing up with Nigerian parents, but, you know, living in uh, a place that was not Nigeria, mm-hmm. uh, you know, England is a totally different world, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when you um, have a different background, grow up in a different um, area, and then um, have to acclimate to another type of society, mm-hmm. right, or another type of culture. Uh, so I wrote all of these experiences down, but I felt like I wasn't really doing anything with it. And so um, when I got into acting, uh, I was talking to a friend, actually another filmmaker, and uh, I was telling her, I was like, how I was sick and tired of, of only having the roles available where I was either the drug addict or mm-hmm. the mother of a drug addict or, um, you know, a woman that didn't have much going on for her life, you sure. know, or something, right? Yeah. And she literally told me, she was like, shut up. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, she was like, <laughs> I am so sick and tired of you complaining. If you want to make change, you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? I was like, you're, I was like, you're absolutely right. Like, <laughs> um, I was like, you know, I had to give that back to you. But yeah, sure. you know, she's like, she's yeah. literally, you know, she was right. It was, it was up to me because I couldn't keep relying on other people to make this change. And I couldn't Mm. wait until years from now, you know, for any kind of change to be made. Mm. So I had to do the change myself. And, and that's when I started, you know, um, writing these stories. And I absolutely am 100% fortunate that I got the chance to be introduced to one of the production companies that I work for now, uh, Zombie Orpheus Entertainment, they do a lot of nerdy-esque um, television shows and movies, um, but with a future aspect to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much our, not modern-day Lord of the Rings, but definitely okay. an independent feel, right? Ooh, a very independent <laughs> feel uh, with awesome. comedic orcs instead of yeah. scary ones. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I'm really liking that a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're very, very funny. And it's all actors <laughs> here locally, you know. And they're they're one of the companies that I, I mean, I, I just, like I said, I was fortunate to be a part of them because, you know, we, um, I got introduced to a uh, project they were working on where um, it was about making their main character, who was a woman of color, be an actual woman of color, you know, feel mm-hmm like something that a woman of color would actually do um, in her mannerisms and her styles and everything, especially as they were all non-POC people, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was nice to be included and, Hey, we want to do this. Um, we want it to matter, 
but you yeah. know we're white so right. <laughs> you know yeah. we want to make sure that yeah. this makes sense yeah. so um that was kind of like my little you know puff puff and I was like oh I really like this <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you know, I went off and ventured on my own and did my own thing. And that's how Babzak came about was, um, you know, I wanted to have a place where I knew people who wanted to make films that were diverse, first of all, but with a scientific or, or science fiction or fantasy element, because we barely had any diversity when it came to our comic book stories or our, um, you know, television shows. And, and I just wanted to encourage that, yeah. you know, so much more. And so that's the reason why I, I formed the LLC. And um, we actually were supposed to have our first feature done this year, but... Uh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> COVID. <to> COVID. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's one of those things that we we are going to still be in. We're still uh, we're still in pre-production, uh, and we are. Uh, it's me along with uh, some other beautiful, amazing, talented women of color who have um, joined forces with me to um, make this project happen. And so, you know, we're going through all of the motions that we need to go through. We've gotten our writers, even brought in writers who we would never think would be a part of this. Um, and, you know, it's been a phenomenal process uh, going into the minds of other people and, and getting their stories. Um, so the whole project is literally about um, Octavia Butler, who is an author here in the Pacific Northwest. And she made speculative fiction style stories that were based on culturality, right? Being a part of a certain culture, but having a fantastical aspect to it. And um, I had put a call out to find, first of all, I wanted to find um, any women of color who would be interested in, you know, being a part of this. And I didn't really get too many responses because my field is very small. My depth of knowing other writers um, that are women of color is mm -hmm. very small. And I learned that when I did that um, out call. Um, so I opened it up to, to um, anyone else and got a number of responses, um, which was, you know, it was great, but it was sad at the same time because, you know, like I said, I did want it, want it to make a story, make it a story about here we are, a female author, and I mm -hmm. wanted to bring in female screenwriters. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Uh, you know, I, I was able to do this, but I did also want to keep the person who is a main writer on another television show, who is a very is a very popular television show, to be involved in this project. So it kind sure. of worked itself out, um, yeah, really, really well. And we got our screenwriters, and they wrote their stories, and we have a um, so now. Um, we have our main writer who is interweaving all of these stories together into oh, one. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I, it's, it's magical. Like I, I've, I've been reading, I've been reading, I mean, obviously I've read all the stories, but I've been reading how 
she plans on interweaving these stories together. And I am just like, I know <laughs> I'm not supposed to ask this, but I want to play one of these characters because I just need to you know, do that. And, and she's like, well, that's probably not going to work because you can't be, you know, a director and <laughs> like acting in your own unless you've been doing this for a really long time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but what a wonderful uh, thing to 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 look at that. And, and like it speaks to you so much that that it's like speaking to you. Like, yeah. You are being called by it. So that sounds that sounds amazing. And I'm sorry that you can't play the part and direct at the same time. <laughs> Right. I'll probably just be a minor little background character or something. Yeah. If I yeah. can't be uh. in my own production. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it should be really interesting. And, and, and honestly, screenwriting has been so important because I finally get a chance to give voices to those voices who were never really allowed to be heard or never given the opportunity <laughs> to be heard. Um, and and I we had a, com- a huge conversation about this last week where um, I'm a part of a group here called the Seattle Film Task Force. And we're trying to bring more film to the Pacific Northwest, obviously, be more like LA, right, or Vancouver. And um, I'm on the equity committee, which is about bringing diversity to film. And we had this like guideline of things where we're like, hey, how about we make more stories where it's not stereotypical people of color? And I was like, oh shit, you're so right. I did not even <laughs> think of that. You know, like, um, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, write these stories mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. of color and showing them in different lights of being different things, mm-hmm. you know, but not having them be the typical mm-hmm. um, drug addicts and stuff like that. Right. But everything is like interwoven together, right? So it's like um, I could, you know, be a, a woman of color who plays D&D, but you've never really seen that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I've never seen that really in any of some of the streaming casts that have been going on. So I'm like, well, where is this person? Because she exists. I exist. Right. right. Where is she? You know. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's 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 it it was really my focus on, you know, having my own creative outlet and act blacktivism my own way and doing mm-hmm. that in the stories that I write. And so mm-hmm. uh, I will continue to write as many stories as I am allowed to (laughs) that's incredible Um, yeah and 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 you know even bring my friends along for the journey if I can Mm -hmm. I can only imagine that um your your process with this it feels like like there's so many new parts of what you are doing that are feeding into, that are feeding your soul, that maybe you didn't even know that you needed that to be, that low. <laughs> you did, but it feels like, it sounds like a lot of things are are coming together in really positive, wonderful ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that is so great. So do you, do you still, I mean, not to bring it back to cosplay, but yeah. Um, do you uh are you going to be like designing the costumes or anything <laughs> like that yeah um, do you have um, like a vision i mean i can only imagine you must have a big vision for everything because <laughs> you've worked on you've worked on films and tv productions as well so uh-huh. you've really you've been all, all over that whole process before and you have experience um yeah in, picking yeah costumes and props yeah. and 
yeah. all kinds of fun and, stuff. And making yeah. them as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, with this one, um, I, I definitely am in with the creative process, especially when it comes to um, finding out what these characters are going to look like, because it's our job to make sure that they hold true to the story. Uh, and so with a lot of the, the um, scripts that I've been writing, they've been very descriptive of what the characters look like, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. what, I mean, all the way down to, you know, what they're wearing for nail polish, right? Um, it's very important for me to make sure that these characters are not the um, <clears throat> everyday boring characters that people see on television. You know, these people have flair, they have style, um, they are intuitive and they're smart. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're not they should never be seen as just like one type of person. And, and that's why character creation is very important for me. I am usually the world builder um, when it comes okay. to creating these stories. And then I turn them into words on a page. Uh, and I turn them into actions on a page. Uh, I mean, I, I, this one that I'm writing for a friend right now, it was, uh, half of it is in... Victorian time. Um, mm. Another half of it is modern day uh, UK. And then another part of it is uh, modern day Seattle. And then another mm. part of it is okay. on an alien <laughs> spaceship somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you can think oh, of I all of the different costumes that are going to be involved in that one. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um. and creating that whole process and everything yeah. and I'm so excited to you know see what comes out and a lot of it is pulling from other creative outlets right like mm -hmm. um, usually where I get my inspirations I'll, I'll watch television and I'll start writing yeah and I'll and I'll look at the 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 background and the consensus of the television show and I'm just like oh oh they did that not good okay <laughs> let's 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 do something different you know just like right oh that was bad too okay yeah. oh I like that okay yeah. you know sure. right? just like yeah. pulling like, different aspects yeah. and and, yeah. and everything from yeah. uh those creative means and uh you know actually like looking at costumes from other outlets too and and saying oh this is really really cool okay, what else am I going to put here? What what else am I going to put here? I'm going to put this here, you know, so on and so forth. And that's what it is to be a cosplayer, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, sure. okay, I have an outfit. I know what I want. <laughs> now I need to figure out the material that they use in the specific <laughs> show, in the specific episode, at the specific <laughs> time. Right. And doing that. I mean, I remember, you know, the one time when you made a cape full of feathers. Oh gosh. And I was, was just like, insanity. who is this person? And She's I am going person. to kidnap her and put her into my basement <laughs> and just have her be the set costumer person on one of my, my, oh. my sets because she ah. is insane. And I love her for being, for, for, for doing that because holy <laughs> crap, that is like beautiful dedication. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that, it's that kind of like influence and you've had that influence on me, you know, especially Aww. when it comes to like making my own cosplays and everything is, is, um, you know, matching, 
matching certain kinds of material and, and figuring out what kind of dyes that you have to use. I have a pot that's dedicated to my dyes from now on. Instead of Good. if my mom saw me using this pot, she'd probably try to kill me because it was goat meat in that pot, but not oh, anymore. No. Oh no. Not anymore. No, mom, this is to dye my fabric. <laughs> Excuse me? What? What? Dye fabric. Why do you want your fabric to die? Huh? You know, I just I need that kind of conversation in my life. Oh, my um, but yeah, no, it's it's literally seeing things like that and seeing how badass my friends are that um, you know, gives me inspiration to be on that same level or try to be anywhere near that level, you know, when I'm making my own um costumes and everything. Uh I'm currently working on uh, um this is, I'm such an idiot, but I wanted to do it. So the, um, I'm not remembering their names because it's been a really long time since I've seen The Witcher, but the two warrior women in the show. Okay. Uh, the, the, and I don't know their names I, either. I'm terrible. I'm a horrible yeah, nerd. The I don't remember their names. The dragon eggs though. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, these were badass. Even though they were only in there for like, you know, half of the season or like, you know, even like a minuscule minute of the season. Yeah. They stood out to me so much. <laughs> Isn't that amazing, though? Like, I, I just love that there are, because that design and that character, there was something about that presence of that character on the screen or in the video game or whatever like, uh, that that spoke to you, even if it was just for a second. Um, I feel like that is, if I was to do costume design professionally, I would want to be the person that would create things like that, like just so much care and dedication into the character and really really considering the story behind that character and like why well why is this weathered right here is it because you know this person is you know left-handed and this is where they put their 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 sword will come out and it'll always rub mm-hmm. up against this one part or or whatever yeah um, right <laughs> so i think that's great that you as a cosplayer you have been thinking about those kinds of things as you're you've been making your your costumes um, and just bringing that into your filmmaking and your story writing and your character yeah. creation is just like, it sounds like a dream. I've, I feel like we should all be doing <laughs> that. But it takes writing story and, and world building, like you're saying, like that I think is, that is literally like, like you're, like you're, I don't know what, it, what, what I'm trying to, it's like the, the, um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where they they meet the the architect at the end, who's like world yeah. like creating everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah, wow. I mean, I I yeah. always feel like anyone on film sets, they have to be, they have to be well rounded, right? Like I've known directors who were um, director of photographies or who were actors before, and they're so much better as directors because they've had that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, me as a costumer, writing a story, it's like, how difficult am I making it for me, you know, or yeah. this person later on, you know, if we have to hire someone mm-hmm. um, to make this? Or how simplistic, <laughs> you know, are we doing it? And then also, how much is it going to cost? Right. Because that yeah. all goes into a budget, right? <laughs> I know we find things for really, really inexpensive because that's how savvy we are. But mm-hmm. 
yeah. <laughs> that was like my oh, time sure. in the military where um you know we'd we'd uh i was a i was an aviation electrician so we'd like fix planes right but like a a, a nail that i could get at home depot for like two cents we'd buy from our catalog for $75. And I'm like, oh. those are budgeting issues. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like always thinking about that. That's what I love that I, I did cosplay before I even got into film because mm-hmm. it makes me so cognizant of um, adding all of these things into my scripts and yeah. making sure that they, first of all, make sense, yeah. you know, um, third of all, they're cost efficient too, because right. <laughs> independent film right now is all about how much money you have or how much money you can mm-hmm. save. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can save money in costuming then and, and spend it on uh, getting better locations or getting food for my people, because I've yeah. known sets where people have gone, you know, hours without eating anything, which is highly illegal. Um then I will do that and I will make it the best set that anyone has been on yeah. ever if I can. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> ah, I just had a question for you, by the way, all of my questions that I have had for you, you have already already been like, and another thing like, well, that was, <laughs> that was the next question I had for you. This is, this is hilarious. Um, we're on the same, well, how, same wavelength. Yeah, we're totally in the same wave, wavelength. Um, so how cool would it be if somebody cosplayed one of your characters from something that you would make? And I, I think that, like, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that, yeah, you just, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, well, I have already gotten fan art from being a part <gasps> of the zombie Orpheus oh. entertainment community. I've already got fan art because I was in one of their shows and I got to play a bard in this crazy elaborate for elaborate costume. <laughs> and um, someone sent me fan art of it and I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I think I squealed over how talented they were. And they were like, what are you talking about? This is for you. And I'm like, no, you're so good. Are you kidding me? Like, what do I need to do to be more like you? And they're just like, yeah, you You don't make any sense. Right. And it's just like, I've never, ever imagined myself ever ever like getting to that level or getting to that point you know I even had a friend uh literally actually yesterday message me and he's like I just saw you in Grimm and like where (laughs) I didn't know you were a celebrity and I was like shut up and he's like no seriously like I need to get your autograph and I was like shut up right now he's like no I am getting your autograph the next time I see you and I was like whatever (laughs) you know and I'm just like I'm so Beverly I'm so humbled I just I don't even I don't even know how to react to it that's freaking humbled that's 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 why that's why we I'm gonna start uh I'm president of your fan club now and (laughs) we're gonna make t-shirts and you're gonna have to sign our t-shirts and sign the prints and fan art and all that gladly (laughs) until my fingers fell off (laughs) I've just learned not to fight it anymore because I just you know like I said growing up I've never ever seen myself as anything 
important, right? So um, being a part of, first of all, being a part of the cosplay community and, you know, for getting a chance to judge in one instance and um, getting a chance to MC in another instance and then, you know, working in the film community and, you know, having a, 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 a show running on Amazon right now, it's, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lot, you know, like, there is one instance, and I could probably, I'll send you the video later if you want to see it, but, like, um, I had, I was a part of this short um, that I acted in, and um, it was very prevalent to everything that's going on right now, without, you know, all of the, the newer stuff, the BLM stuff that's been happening, yeah. but my sister, like, my sister sat down with my mom and they watched this short. And mind you, it's only like 10, 12 minutes long. And she recorded my mom watching it. And oh. my mom, you, you've already heard the stories about my mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. But she's just like watching this and she's like, uh-huh. So there's there's like, there's this whole conspiracy theory. There's this fog that like um, um, enters the atmosphere and it starts killing people. So conspiracy theories start happening. And it's the, the whole premises of the short is kind of based off of like mustard gas, right? The main reason for mustard gas was to kill African-Americans during the World War, um, or at least, you know, kill a specific race off first mm -hmm. and then leave other races around, right? So um, this amazing filmmaker, uh, screenwriter, you know, wrote, wrote this thing and she's like, I would love for you to audition. And I was like, eh, I don't know. This is, uh, I don't do horror because we're yeah. always the first to go. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, I wrote this. And I was like, I know, but and she's like, you'll love it. Just read it and let me. So we like we went to um, uh, what was it? It's the pizza place, The Rock. We went to The Rock Pizza, and I read the script, and I was just like, I want to do this. <laughs> like, I want to do this. So I'm this doctor who is, and we're all stuck on a bus, and the the film short is called Wretch. We're stuck in a bus. All of a sudden, this gas comes in. People start dying. We're like, what the hell's going on? Right? And I'm like, I know what's going on, you know? Because, like, I'm a doctor. Because right? you're a doctor. Yeah. You're, you're the right? smartest person on the bus. Yeah. I'm the smartest person on the bus. But no one ever yeah. listens to the smartest person, right. right? No. So there's this, like, one point where there's this Muslim guy, and I confront him. And, um, you know, one of the conspiracy theories was, like, it was a Muslim attack, right? And this guy is like, well, I'm not even Muslim. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. And I'm Muslim, right? So I like confront him and I'm like, so I'm Muslim. You have a problem with that? And you hear my mom, eh, hey, you tell him. Go ahead. Eh, hey. She has no idea it's me, Beverly. No idea. That's what I'm saying. She has no idea that it's me in this film. You know, so my sister is like, you don't recognize her, mom? And she's like, oh, no, she's a good actress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's, like, telling my sister to shush so she can watch it <laughs> and everything. And, and there's this one part where um, I don't know which part that she saw, she was watching, and she finally, she finally saw my face, and my sister's like, mom, do you not know who that is? And she's like, oh, oh, is that up? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, and, like, she jumps up, and I'm like, really mom it took you 10 minutes to realize it was me <laughs> she, she was so you did such a great job with the character she, and you were like completely like, you transformed in that character so well that she didn't even recognize you yeah she's like she's like honestly I didn't recognize you um and I was like well you know you always wanted me to be a doctor so here's our compromise <laughs> play a doctor on tv 
And she's like, you know that's not the same. Shut up your mouth. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was like, it was really oh, fun, okay. like, doing that. But then also, like, surprising friends. Because, you know, so many people will get screen captures of me from different television shows. And they're just like, I swear to God, I thought this was you. And I was like, no, not all Black people look alike. We'll find oh. that was me. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. And I was just like, oh my god. And they're like, no, that, that was me. You're fine. <laughs> like, you were the- oh okay. I did not want to offend you. That's and I was like, so no, nice. you didn't offend me. It's it's cute. <laughs> no, seriously. There's a lot of, there's like even one Netflix show that I was on. Uh-huh. Um and it wasn't uh-huh. like headlines or anything, but you could literally see me like right in the beginning. And it's it it is the longest title you can ever think of. It's like I don't know my place in this world anymore is something like that, something crazy with Elijah Wood. Um, and it came out like, I want to say three or four years ago. And you see me in the first five minutes of the film and I'm bagging groceries. And someone was like, I swear to God, I thought that was you. And I was like, yeah, that was me. They're like, you got to film with Elijah Wood? I was like, yeah. And he's really tiny. <laughs> But, but it was so fun because it was like, you know, getting that. And then people are just like, I need your autograph. I really do. And I'm just yeah. like, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 <laughs> no, yes. No, no, How about I just give you a massive hug and you come uh, over and we hang out and play video games or, you know, we work on the next torture chamber that we're going to put ourselves through when, you know, we have a convention coming up. No. <laughs> I, I think I know I speak for uh, myself as well as the people that I know love you. Please allow us to celebrate you. <laughs> it's it's so hard. What would you tell you me? Celebrate. What would you say to me? I do it to you all the time, though. I you know, do. I'm just. <laughs> but if I was resistant, which you are, you, which I which I am, but I am working on it. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're not going to get away with this. <laughs> What are you talking oh, about? I have no gosh. idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, um, well, I I would love to uh, I would love to know. Um, so it's it's it sounds like you found you started. Correct me if I'm getting the 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 order of progression yeah. wrong. It sounds like you started with um, writing prose. Yes. You write, you start with that. And then yeah. you moved to. I started writing stories first, yeah. Um, and then I did then poetry. Poetry. Um, and then cosplay. Cosplay. I was years say later. That. Okay. Obviously. Okay. Years okay. later. Um, and then uh, I got into acting. Well, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, cosplay and acting kind of uh, was uh, hand in hand, but I did do, act, uh, did do cosplay first before I did like full blown, like actual like principal acting where I had lines and, and all of that. Um, my first acting experience was, you know, a stage performance for my high school. And I foobarred my audition because I was bloody nervous. Um, I'm pretty sure I pissed my pants, I don't remember because I blacked the whole thing out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was one of those things I was like, I was so angry at myself because I had gotten such amazing advice from the, you know, my my teacher, who was who I was into auditioning in front of, and um, it has actually led me to be a better cosplayer. 
mm-hmm. you know, like embodying these characters and, and, and pretending to be these, you know, different personalities, which has eventually in turn got me to be a better actress, mm-hmm. uh, which has gotten me to be a better writer too, you know, to write stories that make sense, you know, like, I really don't think that if uh, someone was in a dark house and they heard a noise that they would go towards the noise. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. Why is that? Why is that a thing? And, and, and why do people ever split up? Yeah. Oh, um, well, you were once, once again answering a question that I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you how has the because it sounds like you 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 were cosplayer and then acting, but then all those two things kind of are traveling. Maybe not at this. I don't know. Are they traveling at the same speed? Or are, are you like bouncing, feeding one into the other, and it's just <laughs> a, become you're just becoming this this rolling like uh, talent of 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 uh just everything that you do i mean it seems so intertwined that you are you're just layering on top of you know bouncing back and forth if that if that makes sense yeah yeah i'm 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 i mean obviously trying to build myself as a creative right um as much as possible and Mm -hmm. and trying to get my hands into so many different avenues Mm -hmm. that i feel are respectful to who i want to be as a person and as a creator um cosplay was very very important to me because I didn't start off as a regular cosplayer like I I started off as a Rennie um in the Ren Faire community actually um right when I was on the outskirts of getting out of uh active duty service and transitioning over to um active reserve and then later in active reserve with the United States Navy and um, I love the Renfer world. Absolutely, absolutely loved Renaissance festivals. Um, and then I, when I finally moved out here, um, I was told by a coworker uh, that you know our Renfer was looking for more people to be fairies. And I was like, "Holy shit! How did you know I am a fairy?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "I figured <laughs> your personality." Um, <laughs> And so, uh, you know, I started with the Ren Faire world and building my costume from there, right? What kind of costume did I feel was the best of being a fairy? And, and then that turned into a friend inviting me to a convention. And mind you, I have heard of conventions before, but I didn't know that I had heard of conventions before. Because one of my best friends back on the East Coast used to table conventions. And she told me what they were. And I was like, you're crazy. That's weird. <laughs> Why would anybody do that shit? And, and then I went to PAX and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. And um, I had told her and she's like, you do realize you just made fun of me for doing that. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, you were doing something different. You were like sitting around and, and you were at a, a con or something. And she's like, you know, a convention is a con, it's a right? Con. And I was like, no. you know, everyone has Shit. to learn that eventually. It just, didn't, it just, it didn't enter your life at that right point. 
It didn't. No. It really didn't. Yeah. And and I, yeah. I was kicking myself for it. But yeah. you know, I first got into cosplay when I did my second year at PAX because I saw, you know, all of these different people dressed up as all these different characters, and I was like, can we? We can do that. Like, mm-hmm. we can do this. And mm-hmm. and so my first ever ever cosplay I put together was Leela from Futurama oh. because. She's a badass woman. Oh, I love with her. One eye. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely and love her. She always puts men in her men in their place, right? And I was like, and my friend wanted to do fry, and I was like, I am so for this. Oh, right? that's amazing. So I got my first hot glue gun, and <laughs> I uh, I got my first wig and styled it and dyed it. Hair dye. Oh, wow. Ooh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Never, ever use clothing dye on hair and a wig, ever. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that was fun. Um, and we got so many photos. I met Phil Lamar, and he was like, I want to take a photo with you. And I was like, I can't really see you. He's like, oh, my it's gosh. your dick off. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 oh, that is so um, it was awesome. It was so freaking cool. Um, and it made me fall in love. I had such a great experience cosplaying, getting pictures taken, taken of me, taken of me and my friend, you know, with their pizza box and, and everything. And I was just like, I like this. This is my family. I'm going to do this from now on. And I, I feel like, I, I feel like a lot of people's experience has started like that, just like with just overwhelming, like this community is just incredible and this is fun yeah. and uh, it feels like a safe space most of the time. And, most of and the time. Yeah, <laughs> time. That's for another podcast. <laughs> That's, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but no, I, um, I, I, I love the cosplay community. I'm just, like I said, I don't think I would have lasted mentally as long if I didn't have you guys, um, you guys have absolutely been my family away from my family. And yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't know what I would do um, if I hadn't met you and, and so many other people, because uh, I mean, I see the stuff that you're doing and I'm just like, how do I know her? Like, I don't. You realize that we, we could have this conversation all day long where I'm just throwing this all right back in your face. <laughs> No. Sorry, listeners. We're just gonna. Abby and I are just gonna be complimenting each other for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Get ready. How does this person like even know me? Like, how did? Oh my god. Ooh, She's looking at me. It. I don't even know what to do. And I do it with That's Tina it. a lot too. Like, yeah. You know, we just go back and forth. And we're just like, huh. <laughs> did she please look in my direction? Oh my god. She just looked at me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have the hair, so I can fight hide my face <laughs> every single time. <laughs> well, I I feel super fortunate that um that uh that our experiences can be positive and life changing, and yeah. I think that that um that a lot of cosplayers, especially new ones, feel the same way. That it's just this overwhelming. Like I finally found my people. I, how many mm-hmm. times have you heard that, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, it is not Lost. a perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect. But I feel like if you 
you could find your group and you find your people mm-hmm. that it is it's like finding your new family a lot of yeah. the time yeah we and definitely have to yeah. i mean being how we are we have to find our family wherever we can get them <laughs> right like That's it's so sure. hard to to yeah. love our own family first of all <laughs> yeah. especially the ones that drive you crazy um okay. and then you know be able to say you know my family's over there but i feel like i can be mentally um sound with you because mm-hmm. i know that you're someone that i'm always going to trust and um it's very hard for me to trust people too because of the military experience and um you know i i have a very competitive family <laughs> and so you know a lot of the times we do a lot of backstabbing with each other but that's how family is uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah you know we kind of just have to find our family wherever we can get them and hold on as tight as we possibly can because yeah. they're very important to us yes i think that um and i know that you feel that same like conventions because of corona not uh, not being able to go to conventions yeah. it's like not being able to see your family for a long time so I I feel Absolutely. fortunate that I can um that I can get people like you my friends on on this podcast because yeah. it is self-serving come on it, it, it really is, is. I, I get <laughs> I, I get to use this little space to tell the whole world about how amazing you are and um and get to the chance to really talk to you because I I feel like we have also like many other people who have met each other in the cosplay scene we haven't had this much time to really talk one-on-one uh-huh. and like listeners and and people who are watching we were talking on the phone, like on the phone. We were talking for <laughs> a long time before we even started recording this podcast. So I was just gonna um, say this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, and I, I think that uh, we just needed to have this conversation. It's just been, it's been really great. It's been hard to connect during these this time, these and yeah. for a lot of us, a lot of us introverts. <laughs> that kind of rely on those like those that set schedule those conventions that you go to every year that you go to and you know who to expect there and you look forward to it and you get like all amped because you're finally going to see your family again and like you prepare and then now all of that is kind of gone and it's for a good reason but I am really excited to see you again to get yeah. another five sometime I, soon. I definitely Hopefully. can't wait and yeah. I know that like everything else has been canceled since, I mean, up to September now, right? September. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, yeah, Emerald city was canceled. Rose city canceled even before Emerald city. The the second date was canceled. Um, Dragon con has been canceled, right? Yep. No, not yet. Actually dragon con has not. It's going to be canceled. I'm sure. Anaheim has though. Star Wars celebration has, um, uh, Crypticon finally just canceled. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, the only issue I have with Dragon Con is um, the hotels are being absolutely nice, right, about this whole thing, saying, hey, if we don't want to do the gauntlet, you know, next year, we can move our yeah. reservations to next year, or we can just cancel, no penalties. But, I mean, we've all still purchased our photos, I mean, our, our, our tickets to the event. You know, I have friends who, oh, that's another thing that I do. I book celebrities for conventions. 
So another um, another hat that you wear (laughs) (laughs) being in the film community I know a lot of people from a lot of television shows Mm -hmm. you know who want to be in the convention market because they want to meet the fans they want to meet the people and um you know so I I you know have this as a gateway being a convention goer being on the film side and being able to merge those two worlds together um I've had a lot of friends who I've booked for um, Dragon Con or who ha- were going to, to Dragon Con being booked through a different agent um, that you know can't go anymore yeah. either because of travel restrictions from right. a different country <laughs> or right. because they don't want to be ad- around 90,000 people oh, you know sure. even if they don't have a health issue you know right. they don't want to have to be around that many people and yeah. then bringing that stuff home you know right. to their family and stuff like that right. so you know right. I completely We've seen that, that does not work yeah. 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 And it's like yeah. you have all these people that want to get their money back, you know, and they're not offering people the opportunity to get refunds. And I'm like, I would understand if I was canceling because of just my own reasons and, you know, just something came up or whatever. But this is like a national, international pandemic that is happening right, right now. And you guys are not offering people. I get that you have to wait for force majeure. But yeah. I would at least put something out saying, hey, we, we are waiting for force majeure, you know, or like mm-hmm. uh, private message those people who do have issues and say, right. hey, we, we understand that you're concerned. We're sending you this private message to let you know that, you know, we are waiting. We're just waiting yeah. right now. Yeah. But, you know, we are planning on canceling or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, they haven't given anybody anything yet. So it's just like, and you know, Dragon Con, you know how busy it can be over there. Oh, yeah. How many, it's, it's the insane. movability. <laughs> with I've only been there once. I've only been to one Dragon Con and I would love to go again. And not, not this year, sadly, maybe, I mean, it would be great to fun to go next year. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens next year. You know, an asteroid might hit the planet between now and next year. <laughs> That's people. kind of where we're going. We have people who are not astronauts on Mars, so, or at least yeah. in the space station. <laughs> so, who's to say that can't happen? Right. <laughs> exactly. One of these days, we are going to go to a different planet in our lifetime. And that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really hope so. I That would be so cool. Um, astronauts! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate to say that we are nearing the end of our chat time. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, let's just, I, I, I really want to talk again sometime. And maybe, yeah. um, maybe after, you know, your project can move forward a little bit, we can. Absolutely. I would love to bring uh, talk you about on that. set, too, if Ooh. you're not busy, whenever we can get things started again. Um, oh, I my definitely gosh. would love to. Yeah. You know, I know I that you that. have a day job, too, an adult job and well, everything, but. We'll make room for that. To... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, and is there um, is there a way like can we can we support your film at all? Is there something anything that we can do to help? Yeah. Um, so the film isn't the Kickstarter for the film isn't up yet because okay. we wanted to be cognizant of you know people's financial situations. Mm-hmm. Um, we want people to be able to donate because they can donate and not because they feel like they would be sacrificing something else if they donate to this. So um, we all on the, you know, production side felt that um, we wanted to wait 
until um, the community got back to yeah. some semblance of um, non-normality uh, yeah. before we, right. you know, launched the um, either Kickstarter or Indiegogo. We're trying to figure out which platforms we want to use because we want to make sure we're using inclusive platforms, mm-hmm. you know, also. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, make sure we have a time so that, uh, you know, if we have to wait until next year again, you know, when people get their income tax refunds right. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. to, you know, right. possibly launch, you right. know, by then. Right. Uh, the one th- wonderful thing is, is that um, I've had had sponsors who are interested in at least doing the trailer and the first story. Um, and so, uh, you know, we definitely want to make sure that that happens. So, you know, as soon as um, uh, we get that underway, because that's going to be a smaller crew, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we'll only have the camera person and the location and um, the one or two or three people, you know, that are supposed to be on set instead of a big film set. Uh, hopefully sometime this year. Um, I actually will be in Portland. I don't know if we're still doing it in August. It was originally supposed to be in August. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to be changed, but um, I'm supposed to be on a production with a friend who has me as assistant director and then another one where he has me as the main actor, <laughs> which is another <laughs> one. I'm signing myself up for these and I'm an idiot, but I'm doing it. There's <laughs> um, no, another horror story where I am a detective that was kidnapped by a serial killer who, um, and um, I was kidnapped and, and abused by the serial killer. And I ended up escaping bringing him to justice with this. You know, so I have this false narrative in within myself and um, lack of self-confidence due to bringing him in, but everyone else feeling like I'm this big hero. And um, it's, it's sick. It's so sick and so crazy, oh. but it's like, yeah. there's a show that I literally just saw about this where someone was sending out subliminal messages, not very much like this, but something along the same lines. They were sending out tapes with subliminal messages. And what the subliminal messages did was they brought out your inner beast so that mm. your your raw emotions, right? So that you had no care in the world. And it was kind of like purge where, mm. you know, you would just go out into the street. And if you just had issues with anybody, mm-hmm. you got rid of them. That's it. Done. Okay. You know, and it's, it's very like explicit, some of the things that happen. And I'm just like... I want to do this. I don't know what's wrong with me when it comes to horror movies because I don't wow. like horror movies. But here I am putting myself in another another um, series, apparently that just got um, optioned for three seasons. Oh, um, that's, that's very cool. Awesome. Yeah. And he, he's a storyteller from Netflix. So I'm hoping that, you know, this is a thing where it could possibly get picked up. We don't, we don't know. But um, I'll be in Portland because it's going to film in Portland. Okay, uh, okay. For a month. And so I'll be staying down there. I'll probably, um, you know, take some time off of work. So that way I don't have to work while I'm while I'm doing that. But um, yeah, I'll be down in Portland. Um, we had it set up for August, but it looks like that's going to change yeah. because um, pandemic. So yeah, it yeah. might be September, it might be October, but well, I will. We'll be down there and I will let you know. So that way I can come and give you a hug. Yeah, that would be, that would be Um, lovely. I would love that so much. Yeah. And definitely, um, you know, if we have the means of doing it, depending on what our, what our um, country, what our world looks like, uh, you know, get a chance to invite you guys out. So I'd love to have you there. 
obviously. That would be that would be so cool. I would love to see. Masks I would love on. to love to do that. Thank you. Yes, all the masks. <laughs> masks all the time. All the time. Um, well, well, very cool. So um where if someone was interested in following your work or um where can where can one go to follow your production company or any of your projects? Let's have the list. <laughs> I'm on all the medias of social. Um, I'm on the book of faces. I'm on the gram of instas and I'm on the, the Twitterverse. Um, all the same. They're at Babs Eck 79 B A B E K S. Um, oh, sorry. B A B S E K 79 Babs Eck. Um, and, and they're all, you know, same different forms. So you can, um, subscribe to any one of them. Um, they're all, uh, showing the same information about any, you know, um, uh, events that we go to. If we do go to an event, uh, if the production goes to an event, uh, we were supposed to go to Gen Con this year and that got canceled too. Oh. Uh, <laughs> everything's uh, canceled. <laughs> everything is canceled. 2020 is canceled. 2020 is canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, but like any like future type stuff, any, um, you know, uh, crowd fun campaigns that we have going on we just did the pride nights so i was i was um uh spreading that around and the pride nights are like uh knights in shining armor of the 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 pride lgbtq universe all in different colors of the pride flag and we were um giving people the uh ability to get us as D &D miniatures yeah, oh, so that's so cool. Really cool. It, it just ended, unfortunately, but um, I'm pretty sure they'll open up the Kickstarter or at least they'll open up the store so that people, you know, have the ability to either download the um, 3D model or mm -hmm. you know, just buy them from, mm -hmm. from the store itself. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but th those social media platforms will always have, you know, things going okay. on, except for Twitter. Twitter's more political. Uh. <laughs> Definitely follow the, the, the Instaverse. Um, okay. I don't know so much about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll put, I'll put links to all those things in the show notes uh, for the YouTube um, version of this. And um, yeah. And then if uh, listeners, if you are, watching please subscribe and um yes please subscribe yes please subscribe it would she be very cool to, yes yes <laughs> please um and then uh if you aren't part of our community and you want to be a part of our community you can find us on instagram and just follow along you can also do the same thing over on facebook and twitter um, but we also have a facebook community which is a closed community and a safe space for um, those that identify as female non-binary or trans um, and it's cosplay artist maker community so please come find us over there and you can find abby there too yes. um, yeah. <laughs> so all right well gosh um Let's do this again, and because yeah. I really want to follow, I want to follow your your work because it's just I'm fascinated. <laughs> I would love that. I would fascinated. definitely, definitely love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, everyone that is watching and listening. Thank you again for being here. Please go support Abby and all of her projects because she is a beautiful human, thank and she's amazing. <laughs> and we need, we need more Abbies in the world. Um, and yeah. All right. Well. 
that's it for now. Thanks so much, Abby. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.